The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. The city of Jerusalem is a focus of three major religions, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. The modern nation of Israel was established in 1948. Even though it controlled just half of the city, Israel declared Jerusalem its capital in 1950. After the Six-Day War in 1967, Israel united the old city with the new. Today, Palestinians also claim Jerusalem as their capital. The peace process between these peoples has stalled. When we consider all the conflicts in the Middle East, the prospects for a lasting peace look very dim. But Bible prophecy proclaims that Jerusalem will not only be the future capital of the descendants of ancient Israel and Judah, but that Jerusalem will be the capital of the world. Even more amazing, Bible prophecy proclaims that a new Jerusalem will eventually come to earth from heaven. Will you be a part of that glorious future? Stay tuned. Warm greetings to all our friends around the world. The city of Jerusalem in modern Israel is prominent in Bible prophecy. What is the future of Jerusalem? Surprising as it is to some, the Bible predicts that Jerusalem will be the capital of the world. And further, the Bible predicts that a future new Jerusalem, occupied by God Almighty and the Messiah Jesus Christ, will come from heaven to earth. What prophetic events will lead up to that new kingdom on earth? On today's program, we'll answer that question, and we'll also be offering you an exciting and revealing free booklet titled, The Middle East in Prophecy. Just call the number on your screen to request your free copy of this newly updated booklet, or you can order your free copy on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. The Middle East remains a region of conflict and violence. Some observers are hopeful that Israel and the Palestinians can establish lasting peace. One of the obstacles to peace is the question of Jerusalem. Can Jerusalem function as the capital of both Israel and a Palestinian state? Jerusalem is the focus of three major religions, Judaism, Islam, and Christianity. To Jews, Jerusalem was the city of the great prophets and the capital of the kingdom of Israel and Judah under King David and his son, King Solomon. Jerusalem is also the third most holy city of Islam after the cities of Mecca and Medina. Today, the Islamic Mosque of Omar, or the Dome of the Rock, dominates the Temple Mount. Muslims believe that the Prophet Muhammad ascended to heaven from that site and that God told Abraham to sacrifice Ishmael rather than Isaac at that location. Christians revere the city as the place where their Savior was crucified and where He taught in the temple. Christians believe Jesus will return to establish His kingdom with Jerusalem as world capital. What lies ahead for the city of Jerusalem?
the scriptures reveal significant prophetic milestones. Regular viewers of Tomorrow's World understand the end time tribulation in the day of the Lord, the three and a half years before Christ's return. Two major events during that time will focus on the city of Jerusalem. If you have your Bible, turn to Revelation, the 11th chapter. Notice that for those three and one half years, God's two witnesses will challenge the beast power, the coming European superpower we've been warning you about. Revelation 11, verse 3. And I will give power to my two witnesses, and they will prophesy 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. God has always given a witness to the rebels and wicked of this world. The world thinks that it will have gained a victory over the two witnesses who lie dead in Jerusalem for three and one half days. But God resurrects the two dead witnesses to the shock of their persecutors. Revelation 11, verse 11. Now after the three and one half days, the breath of life from God entered them, the two witnesses, and they stood on their feet, and great fear fell on those who saw them. And they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, Come up here. And they ascended to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies saw them. In the same hour there was a great earthquake, and a tenth of the city fell. In the earthquake, 7,000 people were killed, and the rest were afraid and gave glory to the God of heaven. What else transpires during the three and one-half years of the Great Tribulation and the Day of the Lord? Notice Revelation 11 and verse 1. Then I was given a reed like a measuring rod, and the angel stood, saying, Rise and measure the temple of God, the altar, and those who worship there. But leave out the court which is outside the temple, and do not measure it, for it has been given to the Gentiles. Listen to this and they will tread the holy city underfoot for 42 months. Yes, Bible prophecy is clear. Jerusalem will be conquered by Gentiles and be oppressed for three and one half years or 42 months. During this 42 month period, Jerusalem will be trodden down by the Gentiles. The two witnesses prophesy for 1,260 days. The church, True Christians are taken to a safe place in the wilderness for three and one-half times or three and a half years, and the beast power continues for 42 months. The good news is that the Messiah, Jesus Christ, will end this oppression of Jerusalem. He will return to this earth with great power to enforce world peace. How and when will that happen? What Gentile force will dominate Jerusalem in the Middle East? The answers are found in our free booklet, The Middle East and Prophecy. My friends, you need to be watching the Middle East, and you need to know the prophetic trends that will mean major changes in political and religious control over the city of Jerusalem. This exciting booklet will help you in your study of Bible prophecy and give you advanced information on end-time events. Listen to these subheads. Who will control Jerusalem? Temple sacrifices restored. Watch for the abomination of desolation. You need this booklet, and you need to know the future according to Bible prophecy. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free copy of The Middle East in Prophecy. You can also order this free booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org, or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. 
For today's free informative offer, send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. Or call this toll-free number, 1-800-493-5437. That number again is 1-800-493-5437. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World, call now. In the first part of our program, we saw that the two witnesses will prophesy in the Middle East for 1,260 days. They will have power to cause drought and to cause plagues and to kill with fire any who try to harm them. During that same period of time, a Gentile force will conquer and control Jerusalem for 42 months. During this 42-month period, Jerusalem is trodden down by the Gentiles. The two witnesses prophesy for 1,260 days. The church, true Christians, are taken to a safe place in the wilderness for three and one-half times, or three and one-half years. And the beast power continues for 42 months. What happens at the end of those 42 months? The last of the seven trumpets in the book of Revelation announces the establishment of God's kingdom on earth. The heavenly announcement ensures the end of mankind's rush to destruction. Revelation 11, verse 15. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ, and He shall reign forever and ever. The general resurrection of faithful Christians takes place at the seventh trumpet, or the last trumpet, as it's referred to in 1 Corinthians 15. That's the time when the dead in Christ will be transformed from mortal to immortal. They will be born into the royal divine family of God. Notice that transformation in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 50. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. We are now flesh and blood. We have not yet inherited the kingdom of God nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. Notice this. When does the resurrection take place? At the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. My friends, you will want to be in that resurrection. If you feel God is calling you and you want to make significant changes in your life, you may want to counsel with one of our representatives. He will answer your Bible questions and help you in your desire to repent and be baptized. Remember the Apostle Peter's instruction to the masses of repentant people in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost in 31 AD, Acts 2, verse 38. Peter proclaimed, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. 
and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. If you would like to meet with one of our representatives, just call the number on the screen, or you can contact us on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. Not only does the seventh trumpet signal the resurrection of faithful Christians, but it also signals the final judgment on rebellious nations. Revelation, the 15th chapter, introduces the seven last plagues on rebellious humans. Revelation 15, verse 7, describes the heavenly scene this way. Then one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls full of the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. As we pointed out in previous programs, the seven seals of Revelation describe prophetic events from the time of Christ through the Great Tribulation and the Day of the Lord. In fact, the seventh seal represents the seven trumpet events during the one-year Day of the Lord, and the seventh trumpet represents the seven last plagues. Revelation 16, verse 12, describes the sixth of the seven last plagues leading to the battle commonly referred to as Armageddon. Read that in Revelation 16, verse 12. Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up, so that the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are spirits of demons, performing signs which go out to the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Jesus warns us all in verse 15, Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And they gathered them together to the place called in Hebrew, Armageddon. My friends, we need to prepare ourselves spiritually for those climactic events. What is the result of that great battle? And what does Bible prophecy tell us about Jerusalem's great future? You can find the answers to those questions in our exciting, informative free booklet, The Middle East in Prophecy. What does Bible prophecy say about the future of modern Israel and the nations surrounding it? What trends and events should you be watching? You need this booklet. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free copy, The Middle East in Prophecy. Call now. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. The Battle of Armageddon has been described as the final battle between good and evil. The prophet Zechariah describes the setting for that battle. Zechariah 14, verse 1. Behold, the day of the Lord is coming, and your spoil will be divided in your midst. Now notice this, for I will gather all the nations to battle against Jerusalem. Jerusalem will be the focus of the final battle. And who will win that battle? Zechariah 14, verse 3. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations, as he fights in the day of battle. And in that day his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east, and the Mount of Olives shall be split in two from east to west, making a very large valley. Half of the mountain shall move toward the north, and half of it toward the south. Yes, Jesus Christ will once again set foot on planet Earth. 
He will conquer all the rebellious nations. As it states in Revelation 17, 14, the Lamb will overcome them. That is, all the military powers that fight against Christ at His coming. Notice the punishment that hateful and rebellious nations receive because they thought they could fight against God. Notice that in Zechariah 14, verse 12. And this shall be the plague with which the Lord will strike all the people who fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall dissolve while they stand on their feet. Their eyes shall dissolve in their sockets, and their tongues shall dissolve in their mouths. The King of kings will put an end to all wars among nations. He will teach all peoples the way to peace, but it will take time. Some nations and peoples learn the hard way. Jerusalem will be the world capital. All nations will send representatives to worship the King, Jesus Christ, in Jerusalem. Notice that in Zechariah 14, verse 16. And it shall come to pass that everyone who is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall go up from year to year to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. And it shall be that whichever of the families of the earth do not come up to Jerusalem to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, on them there will be no rain. Human beings have never learned the way to lasting peace. As it states in Romans 3.17, the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. The King of Kings will teach the nations the way to peace. Jerusalem will be the center of world government and education, and all nations will come to Jerusalem to learn God's way of love and peace. Micah 4 and verse 2. Many nations shall come and say, Come, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us His ways, and we shall walk in His paths. For out of Zion the law shall go forth, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between many peoples, and rebuke strong nations afar off. They shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. The nations will learn the Ten Commandments and the way of life taught by Christ, the way of life recorded in the Scriptures. Notice this inspiring description of Jerusalem's future, Zechariah 8 and verse 3. Thus says the Lord, I will return to Zion and dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. Where will Christ live? In the midst of Jerusalem. Continuing in verse 3, Jerusalem shall be called the city of truth, the mountain of the Lord of hosts, the holy mountain. Jerusalem is not now called the city of truth, but it soon will be when God's kingdom is established all over the world. Continue reading in the book of Zechariah. Listen to this beautiful description of peace and family activity in Jerusalem, typical of peace in nations around the world. Zechariah 8 and verse 4. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Old men and old women shall again sit in the streets of Jerusalem, each one with a staff in his hand because of great age. The streets of the city shall be full of boys and girls playing in its streets. What will happen to the modern city of Jerusalem? And what will the new Jerusalem be like? We'll answer those questions in the conclusion of our program. 
But first, I'd like to offer you our free informative booklet, The Middle East in Prophecy. What trends and events should you be watching? Let me share with you a few of the subheads in the booklet. Who rides the beast? The king of the north invades the Middle East. The final phases of World War III. This exciting booklet will help you in your study of Bible prophecy and give you advance information on end time events. You need this booklet. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free copy of The Middle East in Prophecy. You can also order this free booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. For today's free informative offer, send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. Or call this toll-free number, 1-800-493-5437. That number again is 1-800-493-5437. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World, call now. The Middle East conflicts and wars will soon end when the Messiah Jesus Christ returns to establish world peace with Jerusalem as world capital. The prophet Isaiah gives us a picture of the future joy within Jerusalem. Isaiah 65, verse 17. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in what I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem as a rejoicing, and her people a joy. I will rejoice in Jerusalem, and joy in my people. The voice of weeping shall no longer be heard in her, nor the voice of crying. God plans a glorious future for us and for Jerusalem. He also will create new heavens and a new earth, along with a new Jerusalem. After the millennium and the great white throne judgment, God will create new heavens and a new earth. He will purify the creation by fire. The lake of fire will expand all over the earth to purify it. Notice that in 2 Peter 3, verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. What happens after the earth is purified? The lake of fire is described in Revelation 20, verses 14 and 15. Now notice what happens in the next chapter. Revelation 21 describes the new Jerusalem. Revelation 21, verse 1. The Apostle John writes, Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Let's realize, my friends, that the revelator himself, Jesus Christ, wants us to understand the future 
and the major prophetic events yet to occur in their sequence. Read that in Revelation 1, verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things which must shortly take place. My friends, you need to know those major events Christ reveals. Remember the blessing he pronounces on those who seriously read and retain this book, Revelation 1, verse 3. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. Our inspiring free booklet, The Middle East and Prophecy, will help you understand these soon coming amazing prophetic events. Now, let's read the description of the New Jerusalem in Revelation 21, verse 9. Faithful Christians, referred to in Scripture as the Lamb's wife, will live in the New Jerusalem. An angel speaks to the Apostle John and gives him this vision, Revelation 21, verse 9. Come, I will show you the bride, the Lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the Spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. Her light was like a most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Over centuries past, Bible artists have drawn their concepts of the New Jerusalem. Some have depicted it as a cube, since the ancient tabernacle and temple holy of holies was cubical in shape. Others have emphasized the brilliance of the city. In any case, we can look forward to this glorious inheritance to be with God the Father and the Lamb, Jesus Christ, forever. I encourage you to read the inspiring description of the New Jerusalem. But let's conclude with this final picture in Revelation 21, verses 22 through 27. Again, the Apostle John writes, But I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city had no need of the sun or of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light, and the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day, there shall be no night there, and they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. But there shall by no means enter it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. My friends, God Almighty has an awesome plan of salvation. You can be a part of that glorious plan and inherit all things. Jesus said in Matthew 5, 5, the meek shall inherit the earth. Faithful Christians will rule with Christ on earth in the kingdom for a thousand years. Then we will inherit all things, the universe. Revelation 21, verse 7. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Today, the world is in conflict, particularly in the Middle East, but soon, Jerusalem will become the capital of planet Earth, and you can have a part in that glorious kingdom. Tomorrow's world will be here sooner than you realize. You need to watch world news in the light of Bible prophecy. Be sure to request your inspiring free booklet, The Middle East in Prophecy. We invite you to join us every week on Tomorrow's World. Our presenters will continue to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ 
and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. So be sure to join us again next week right here at the same time. To view the Tomorrow's World telecast or request today's free offer, visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Remember to find us on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.